welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't, Don't Tell Mama. The Ring and the Oak. According to legend, the Biloxi Native American tribe told the story of the Ring and the Oak to early French settlers. The poem tells of a maiden of the Biloxi race, a chieftain's fair and only child, and then came a Natchez warrior from the West who asked for the maiden's hand in marriage. The chieftain replied, when a ring grows in yonder tree, that night a terrible storm occurred and left two of the oak tree's branches entwined into the ring that can be seen in the giant oak tree that's on right off of Highway 90 (laughs) on the beach in Biloxi, Mississippi. Um, Have you two seen this tree? Oh yeah. I used to walk oh, yeah. by it all the time. On my lunch breaks at the library, I would uh, sometimes take a walk and I'd walk by the tree. Yeah. It's around so, the corner. Actually, I don't remember if you were there, Katie, but daddy took me down there because it was in front of like the, the old church of the Redeemer, right? That Correct. was, yeah, mm-hmm. that was washed away during Hurricane Katrina in, on 90. And my dad took me down there one day and I don't remember if you were there too, Katie, but he told me that story and he was like, it's very much like a Romeo and Juliet kind of story with um, the, he said his, his was probably a little more fanciful, the princess of the, you know, Biloxi tribe and the prince of the, or the, you know, tribal leaders son, you know what I mean? Of the Pascagoula tribe. And it's very, you know, he romanticized it a lot and everything, of course, but. Right. Um, and, I, and I will say this, do not mm-hmm. show up at my department and say anything about Native American prince or princesses because that yeah. is not a thing in Native American <laughs> culture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now there was a, uh, so fun story. Your dad probably did uh, have a really good fanciful twist on it, Leah. Oh, of course. Because he, <laughs> he does on everything. Yeah. Um, Fun thing, uh, Native Americans, uh, I think around the 1920s, they started giving, uh, paying, paying out to some of the wrongs they did to Native Americans. So white people started trying to act like they were Native American. Mm. And this legend came out about mm. like a Choctaw princess that everyone on the Gulf Coast is related to that oh. never existed. So it gets thrown around a lot. <laughs> to a non shaman <laughs> So, no, this is just my dad told telling me this the fanciful version to his his daughter who was very much into princes and princesses and like Mm -hmm. whisked me away on a white horse, you know, kind of thing. Cowboy, take me (laughs) away. (laughs) Yes, 
<laughs> and what's interesting when you look for this story online, um, it's actually, uh, I believe, written as a poem, but mm-hmm. uh, it's very just like mm-hmm. kind of like a piece together condensed version. So the fanciful yeah. one, I'm sure, was more entertaining when you were down there with the tree and, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, so, down it's to kind it. of a, like the ring and the oak sprung up overnight and then they were able to get married and fall in love and all this kind of stuff. And like, yeah. It's a really beautiful phenomenon, though, because it really is just two branches that have like formed this little, you know, yeah, that are connected. And it's a beautiful ring in the oak. It's a really cool tree structure. And I it's not very common from what I've seen, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, scientifically speaking, you know, like (laughs) yeah, and legendary like uh, oak trees, you know, on the coast of Mississippi, they're just like littered across that area, you know, along the beach. And we don't want to but we never want to chop them down because they are so old and ancient and, you know, they have a lot of history for um, that area. And not only that, it actually survived Katrina. Yeah. But a lot of things did not. Yeah. A lot of them with saltwater intrusion and all of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then wind and everything surf and so mm -hmm. much stuff, you know, took out a lot of those old oak trees, which is crazy. Um, But we don't have to get into the whole like, why it happened scientifically. <laughs> it's a beautiful all. fairy tale. Yes. We're talking about love. Yeah. 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 Oh, I got Spill all the tea today. Spill <laughs> all the tea. So we've got lots of um, questions for each other to talk about this uh, holiday coming up in February, Valentine's Day. Woo-hoo! Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as a human uh of uh what what am I trying to say do y'all let's see how how do we get this going (laughs) how do you feel about valentine's day is that what you're trying to ask yeah how do do you get all the feels do you get all the mushy gushy feels do you love valentine's day do you or do you think it's commercialized yeah do you think it's it's completely commercialized and like what do y'all think I love vintage Valentines. I love oh. old, like old school Valentines cards and like chinchy little things like that. Like yeah. I do this though for other holidays as well. So it's yeah. not a surprise. Mm-hmm. I like all the candy, but as far as like the actual holiday, I could give two shits less. <laughs> yeah, well, you're not the only one. <laughs> Okay, so this is really funny because usually Mandy and I are similar on the same page and then Katie's the like, you know, like out there like, oh no, girl, this is not me, you know, like can't buy me love. Basic B loves a Valentine's Day. (laughs) This basic B is so cute though. I I love love and I'm but like I don't know, I'm just I'm like an ooey gooey like love person anyway like you know and so yes it's highly commercialized and everything like that but um my first actual so I've had like a boyfriend on Valentine's Day before DJ you know um and uh he was a very sweet Valentine but my first actual date on Valentine's Day was DJ so, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had a boyfriend, um, on mm-hmm. Valentine's day before and, but like over Valentine's day, but, um, only one other one. 
and we weren't able to, it was like a uh, long distance. So we weren't able to meet up on Valentine's day. So my first actual Valentine's day date, DJ knew that. And so of course the charmer that he is went all out schmoozy, classic Valentine's brought me a big thing of red roses, um, a huge thing of chocolates, like a heart, a chocolate heart. And he brought my mom a chocolate heart, two huge chocolate hearts for us and the, and the, the roses. And then, um, he took me to, I think Phoenicia's was our first Valentine's day, super classic romantic spot. Um, and it was so sweet. So yeah. So we, we actually usually do something for Valentine's day, whether it's, we're usually like super cheesy about it, but whether it's like, uh, going out to a nice dinner or whether he cooks dinner for me or, you know, we've done picnics before all kinds of stuff. We do different things every year and it's not like he doesn't get me a huge box of chocolates and roses every single year. Mm -hmm. Um, but we always do. I mean, he usually gets me flowers though. (laughs) I like flowers though. I really like flowers. (laughs) I don't even remember what Ed and I did or bought each other for our first Valentine's day one, because it was over 20 years ago, right? This year <laughs> we're, yeah. we're going on to 21 years, like of just dating and like yeah. 10 years of being married. But mm-hmm. I do remember the ho- holiday. I think it was right before we moved into this house. Uh, he got me a, a book called how to boil water. And it was a cookbook <laughs> with a whisk. I shit y'all not. Trying to go back in the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, oh that's funny. That's All my mamas. I don't know if they were rejoicing or crying, but <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was kind of funny. But it is an excellent book because it just gives you the basics like how long do you bake a baked potato? Uh temperatures for meat, basic. Yeah. Oh basic recipes that is really good that is really good yeah, well you haven't really cooked a lot prior to this no season. yeah Mm-mm. yeah you've come very far mandy oh yeah very, <laughs> that's a whole far. that's a whole story within itself <laughs> yeah 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 i didn't i didn't pursue any other valentines i had plenty of crushes when i was younger like i fell in love a lot but like you know <laughs> i wasn't being pursued that i knew and you yeah. know it didn't have dates or anything like that but um brady and i um the first year we were together we did the whole like go to the restaurant make a reservation so you can get in and you know wined and dined that kind of thing but uh so we did that the first year and then the rest of the time our favorite thing is to just like create um not create but like create that feeling throughout our relationship of valentine's day is every day you know and just like find ways Mm -hmm. to appreciate each other and show love uh whether that's you know uh, going on a date or or ma- uh, having a date night together mm-hmm. um, whether it's valentine's day or not so I, d- I do like it i like the idea of it but of course of course um shopping destroys everything for me like <laughs> <laughs> yeah once you throw like, once you throw that into the equation you don't have like, to do anything done. katie you don't have That's to true. shop for anything though i don't Very get true. i don't get dj anything the only thing i usually do is like if i do something for him you know, we don't really get gifts for each other right, on right. Valentine's Day. He'll do like chocolates or like flowers for me kind of thing. 
you know, if I do anything for him, it's like, um, I will, you know, I've made him a really sweet, like picnic before, or I'll cook him something or, you know, um, something else like that. You know what I mean? Um, and then, but I, I've always really liked Valentine's day, even pre husband, mm-hmm. you know, pre DJ, like Galentine's day was my jam for a long time. You know, yes. Galentine's yes. day. Yeah. Mama used to always get Katie and I like little boxes of hearts and she always got us little Valentine's. We always woke up with a little Valentine on Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. You know, she was just that person. And I always really looked forward to that. And I liked making the little mailboxes and out of tissue oh, out of a shoe boxes with yes. the little paper valentine oh, lisa frank or whatever you could find you know and you put oh, them in everyone's gosh. little boxes and stuff but yeah yeah cute. it was it was um i've always really liked it so. so we've talked about like kind of like what we've done in the past um and maybe we can talk about uh, some affordable or practical Valentine's Day ideas, maybe that people can try out for this upcoming Valentine's Day. Uh, 99% of the time, Ed and I cook at the house. Ed cooks something fancy. Yeah, Yeah, 99% of the time. This past time, Valentine's in 2021 fell the same weekend as President's Day, Mardi Gras, Chinese New Year, and Valentine's Day were all the same weekend. So I got like a four or five day weekend from the library. So we went and stayed in a cabin in North Carolina, <laughs> but that's not usual. It was just because of all those holidays being in one time, one spot. Yeah, That is definitely the most wait, the best way to do it, in my opinion, because you don't have to wait at a restaurant. You don't have to work off, off of a, you know, the reduced menu and it's yeah. just kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let me know if I've uh, um, mentioned this idea before, but one of uh, Brady and I's like favorite date night ideas is to um, pick a country and um, kind of like, you know, like we want to go to Morocco or or like, a you know, a place and and we'll cook. Uh, it's not a country, is it? Is Morocco a country? Yeah, Morocco okay. is a country. <laughs> oh, yeah, Chima. China's going to be so sad, Katie. I know. I question myself. It's terrible. Okay. Um, But we'll cook a tradition. We'll like find recipes from that, you know, place and then kind of like make us a place of music, you know, some traditional music from, um, you know, that area. And then it'll just feel like you've been uh, whisked away and taken on a trip. So that's a really fun idea, too that's cute sometimes we'll get in nostalgic moods too like we've done moles and frites for valentine's day before in memory of our trip to you know france yes yeah we've actually used that idea katie that you because you gave that to me personally at least a while ago you mentioned that i think during 2020 you guys had mentioned that and and so dj and i have taken that and done that several times since then um One of my favorite, and I probably, I know I've already mentioned this, but just like a picnic, just taking it out of the house sometimes changes it up a lot and it makes it like a little more romantic. Like, um, we here, we don't have like, we, we, we have like city parks and stuff like that. So we usually do that. Or we've gone on a hike before and brought like a little mini charcuterie board kind of thing. Um, and then I know that there's places and I think they have this, it's not this, this one's not cheap or affordable, but um it they're really nice they have these romantic picnic um 
places, uh, businesses that will set you up with like a table and stuff. Right. And they have one in Mississippi now on the coast, mm-hmm. right? On the yeah. coast, coastal picnic and company. Coastal on picnic. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think a, a former high school classmate is an owner of it, but That's my so sister-in-law cool. did it for a baby shower at a pier for her sister and it was the cutest thing they're so cute I've seen them before we have one here too and they're I think that they're some like they've sprung up they've become very popular but they bring out the table they bring out the decorations it's really cute super instagrammable but honestly it's more just like it's it it creates a special moment and you don't really they do it for you you know Mm -hmm. And so that's great. They also um, sometimes provide food too. Does this company provide the food or do you? I think so in certain packages. They do Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a great idea if you're a person who is more into experiences versus Mm -hmm. like materials and things. So that's, that's fantastic. That is cool. Um, Okay, y'all. So I guess we need to get into the actual tea of this episode. Because let's um, be honest, us trying to figure out a theme, right, or a, an idea for yeah. this episode was a process. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we've done. Oh my gosh! So lots of Marco um, Polos, lots of back and forth. You know, just trying to figure out what are we going to talk about for this yeah, month. Yeah. So okay, we, so we found some questions. We did. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. awesome. Oh my gosh! Okay, so. We're going to talk about potentially some embarrassing stories. <laughs> I, think, I could tell Leah's embarrassed already. She's thinking about. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all. I have too many. Okay. Um, <laughs> so let's start, let's start with the, your first kiss. So what was your first kiss? Tell me oh, about no. it. Not anyone rushed to talk about it, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get mine over with. I'll get mine over with. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Um, so there was a cutie that lived down the street from me. We were in elementary school. We went, I think we were in the same, I think Miss Parasich was uh, like our first grade teacher. I think it was the same. <laughs> we were in the same class. And we've told the story, like we have a garage in the back of our house at home. So I was like a little, little kid. And uh, there's this little pathway, a little trail behind the uh, the garage. And so this cutie down the street came over to play and we were hanging out and totally had my first kiss with this uh, crush of mine behind the garage. Ooh. <laughs> I did not know this. You know this. Do you remember? Do you remember? No. It, was? it was like curly headed um not next door neighbor no 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 no. but down the street um like three or four houses down like Aaron I swear I can't remember his name but he was he was real cute <laughs> I do not know I know this I swore I told you oh my gosh I'm getting old no <laughs> I don't think you told me this you or maybe you remember? didn't I just never like it didn't sink in like because I was yeah. a kid you know it, it wasn't necessarily magical it was more of like this you know just moment in time that I don't even remember the feelings about it just oh my gosh a blip how, how old were you first grade would be what six six, six years old yeah six or seven yeah. yeah and it was nothing you know just like a peck mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you Mandy I was a lot older. I was in middle school. I was in seventh grade. 
Oh, which is a oh, <laughs> and maybe worse because you remember you know, it more. It, yeah, it was interesting <laughs> time in a in a young girl's life for yep. sure. Oh, so yeah. I was I was in. We had a teacher that was really fun, and she liked to. We would do plays, and I did. I tried out, and I was in the seventh grade play. Yeah. And our since we did a couple of events with it and they somehow were able to get us in with another group like the gifted class to go see the Versailles exhibit in Jackson oh and there was a guy I'd had a crush on the entire time we were doing the play he was like a really tall blonde kid named Andy and Mm he um and I guess I finally must have fessed up to him that day or someone told him well all of the like play players in the play dared us to kiss while they watched oh <laughs> when we were on the bus. so it is awful like I'm just kiss, like kiss, kiss. <laughs> I just feel like icky like thinking about it <laughs> I had to like dig this up for this episode this is something I have long since buried and I had to like you know dig it up put on my big girl's panties and deal with my middle school trauma <laughs> Oh, my God. oh, Mandy. Oh, no. I mean, I guess, you know, in fairness, they had to figure out something to do on a three hour bus ride before there were smartphones and iPads. Yeah. Very true. Way before oh, yeah. those. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you and Andy kissing on the bus. Exactly. And then, yeah, it's like Andy and Mandy. It's, uh, yeah. Andy and Mandy <laughs> kissing in the tree. <laughs> I don't even think I've told you this story, Leah. Nope. Nope. These are all new to me. Mm-hmm. These are all new to me. This is wonderful. Okay. Um, here we go. So here's mine. I I alluded to this in one of the most recent episodes uh, where we talked about rock and roll graveyard. That was what mm-hmm. our Halloween episode, right? Yep. Okay. So it wasn't very recent, but somewhat recent. I, re- I alluded to my first kiss. So my first kiss is also from my first date. So... Um, ninth grade Leah. So, you know, like what, 14 years old, I think 14, 15 yeah. 14 years old, um, is on her first date to, I think it was Sadie Hawkins or no, it was homecoming. It was homecoming. And mm-hmm. we ended up not going to the homecoming dance and we went to rock and roll graveyard. And then we ended up going to the national seashore park after and um I was with like these these uh kids that were a couple years older than me you know Um, my date was like a year older than me and then we were with a couple that was like I think juniors they want they could drive you know yeah and so we're in the national seashore park at night you know I'm not even supposed to be there and we're parked kind of off to the side like near the camping area and um the other couple like walks away and I'm just standing there like outside the car like talking to this guy who's like tall way taller than me and he's like chewing a like stick of big red gum and I'm like ninth grade i I knew this guy, but not like super well, you know, and I'm just like, okay, you know, like what's going on? Like, this is kind of, you know, whatever, boring. Let's leave. Like, what are we doing here? We didn't even get to go to the dance, Um, you know? And so uh, he like, he were like talking and all this kind of stuff. And he like, like looks away, spits his gum out and then like attacks my face. 
whoa, like just goes for it. Like tongue everywhere. St. Bernard style, big red everywhere. And I'm like, not prepared for this. Never got a peck on the kid, like just full in with the tongue. Uh-oh. big red all over me and I like and I'm like oh no and I pull away and then like um we end up like getting kicked out of course because we're there too past you know closing hours and we leave and um when when I come home my mom is sitting on the couch and I talk to her and I'm like and she's like well how'd it go you know I was like well I had my first kiss and she's like yeah and I was like was I supposed to like it? <laughs> <laughs> she starts laughing at me. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I was not good. <laughs> wow. I could not have anything cinnamon for years after that. I was going to uh, say, I bet you still like can't do cinnamon. Red, fake cinnamon. I could not do for years. I'm fine with it now. Um, but I still think about it every single time I see like, a stick of big red or something. I'm like, mm, in my head. Yes, that's my first date, first kiss. Um, yeah. Now I'm yeah. thinking of uh, St. Bernard's and the movie Beethoven. Yeah, like, that's, what, that's what it felt like. It yeah. so slobbery. First kiss story, uh, first kiss question out of the way. Got that done. Now, our worst date. What was your worst date? Ooh. I, that, so again, it's been a long time since I dated. I did date people before Ed. I had one guy I dated for about 10 or 11 months, about mm-hmm. a year before I met Ed in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And by the end, um, he would do these weird things. Like if we went out with his friends, he would just like ignore me. Ah. Uh. Like it was really weird. It was like a whole yeah. weird thing. So mm. uh, I kind of feel like that is is one of them for sure. Mm. Um, I've also known me and Ed have had dates where uh, I might have had a little too much to drink. I might have been throwing up in front of the Big Baptist Church on six oh five. So those those probably didn't end too well either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, I had a date. This had nothing to do with the guy that I went on the date with, but we went to a date and watched the movie Tropic Thunder. First of all, an awful movie. Second of all, like the worst movie to go see on a date, you know? So that was a pretty bad one. Um, not because of him, like just not because of that in general, but like that movie was just like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful can we like in my head I'm like can we leave (laughs) you know um and then oh we went on a DJ took me to this place for our anniversary one time and it was um online it had like really good reviews and it was an Italian place we're like trying to go get some like you know he was like oh let's do Italian for like because it had been a while and um and we get there and it's like a hole in the wall place which wasn't what it kind of seemed like on, uh, you know, Google and everything. And I'm like, eh, okay, I'm not super picky. 
you know, hole in walls can be some of the greatest places ever. So we're like, okay, keep an open mind. This is not really what we go for on our anniversary, but we'll do this. And we get in there. The service is great. Um, but the food was awful. It was so awful. It was like, I, I just ordered Alfredo. Cause like I was looking at the menu and I was like, huh, I don't know. Like I'm getting some like weird vibes from this menu. And so I order, um, I ordered just like chicken Alfredo and like the chicken was like, you know, when you get like a, like a, a lean cuisine or some shit like that, that that mm. caliber of chicken was what they used in this. And like, Ugh. it was just like plain, like white. So I, it was so gross. Like the chicken was gross. The pasta was overcooked and like gummy. And then the sauce was like no flavor. And Ugh. we're just like, so both like, so disappointed. Oh, <laughs> no. So we end up going to, for dessert, we end up going to another place that um, is closer to us that we've been before for special dates um, when we wanted to try something new. Um, but we went to this place, it's called House of Tricks, and um, we went for dessert there. And like, I was telling the lady, I was like, thank you so much. Because um, we, uh, and we ordered like two glasses of champagne. We're like, we need this. Like we were talking to the lady and told her the whole story and she totally comped us the champagne and brought us another glass each. But so Ooh. great job. She saved our night and we gave her a really good tip. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So worst date and, but turned it around, you know? Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. I love, I love a redemption story. <laughs> Uh, mine is kind of a uh, similar sister. I, I, I have, um, I can have terrible taste in movies. <laughs> so I, the first movie, like first little, very casual date, Brady, uh, one of the first dates Brady and I had, uh, I was, uh, we wanted to have a movie night and I chose mm-hmm. the movie brothers. Mm. Okay. Not that the movie is bad. The movie has a great cast. It's a, but it's a very serious, it's a war movie. You know, it's like a movie of war and like aftermath and all these kinds of things. The movie is like an epic tale, but it is so serious and so depressing and not like, and, and if you're into that kind of thing, sure. It's got like, uh, what's his, uh, what's his name? Um, um, Toby Maguire in it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. But Brady's father is in the military and was in, like, he had just gone overseas and it was just too much. It was so, it was so bad. And we were yeah. just like in this somber tone and like, it yeah. was bad. So we wrong had to like, in place. wrong time and place, bad timing. And then the second movie choice was Toy Story 3. We thought we were going for a great, you know, like you think you're going to be like, oh, it's Disney Pixar. Let's like turn it around and make it good. I don't, I don't want to get people. You've got to see the movie, right? I'm giving spoilers. Spoiler alert. The end is sad. (laughs) So it it just, it just did not, it it just didn't end well. It was not the best date whatsoever. I have not watched Toy Story 3 for that reason. Oh, okay. I was like, oh no, did I? Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't yeah. gone past the second one, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good movie, but once again, just so sad. Ugh. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure it's great, so. but I refuse. Yeah, I, t- I tend to like darker themed movies. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just to give you an example, one of my favorite movies is Dead Poet Society. <laughs> That is got deep readings, a really good yeah. movie though. It's, That's a it's, very good movie. It's a beautiful movie, but super dark, super dark. So anyway, okay. Worst date. Do we need to do best date? Like, do we want to live in the mood? Do we want to pick things up? <laughs> yeah, we can. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So now that we've uh, brought it down with our worst date, let's bring it back up with our best date. So many, so many to choose from. What about you, Katie? Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, to narrow it down, let's see. Uh, well, I'll uh, maybe talk about something recent. Um, sure. Let's see. So Brady and I, we we liked, like I said, instead of just doing a one day Valentine's Day lovey dovey thing, we like to we love to go on dates just to kind of reconnect and spend um, some quality time together. We love trying new restaurants. We love doing that kind of thing. Um, and our most recent outing was very la- lavish and like luxury and um Ooh. Uh, wonderful uh, so I, we went on a trip to mexico y'all <laughs> that's not necessarily the date but we stayed in a super fancy like um all-inclusive resort this and that and the last night we were there we decided to be overindulgent and go to two restaurants. We ate, <laughs> we ate dinner at one. So we went to a Brazilian steakhouse, which was way more Brady's like shindig, right? Because they bring yeah. you the meat over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the chicken's great. You know, and he's like, <laughs> he's like loving the meat. Um, but it was fabulous service, fabulous. It just felt very, very fancy. Yeah. But then after I was in the mood for dessert, wasn't really feeling the dessert menu there. So we went for like coffee and dessert at a completely different restaurant, kind of like just, you know, took a stroll and just Ooh. went down to a couple of minutes away to an Italian restaurant and had fantastic um, ice cream and stuff and uh, some like uh, espresso. And um, he, I think he had uh, some kind of limoncello, you know, some kind of um, like after dinner good dessert drink Mm. um so basically we just overindulged for a really good date that was our most recent fantastic date what about y'all actually one of my favorite ones is when we were in london dj and i went to like this little tea house and had a cute little date in uh oh no okay so that one was really nice but my favorite one was probably in nice in france I lied. Okay. Yes. This is my favorite one because we went to Nice, which is a little, uh, town on a beach town on the Mediterranean. It's a city, really. It's a small city. And we went to this like little, uh, like local cafe and we got their like three course meal that they, it's very standard. Like you get an appetizer, you get, uh, a meal and then you have like a little dessert after and we literally were there it it was so local like the I was surrounded by these little like old French couples and like 
the little old French man that was sitting next to me, I like looked at what he was ordering and I basically just ordered the same thing. Cause I'm like, he clearly comes here every day, you know, <laughs> or multiple times a week. So I was like, what is he ordering? And so we ordered, um, that and, um, the, the little couple that owned it were so sweet. And, uh, we, the dessert was, um, like this chocolate mousse that was so good. And then afterwards she brought us both these little after dinner drinks and she brought me this like raspberry liqueur and, um, DJ, she brought him like some, I think some brandy and, and she goes, and she's like, she's like, these ones for you. And this one's for you, you know, and she goes, you won't like that one basically. <laughs> and you know what? She was right. I didn't like that one. <laughs> so it was so cute. Um, but yeah, then we, then we went back, but it was wonderful. And then Katie and Brady actually went with us there. One of the other days we were in Nice for lunch. So that was nice. Yeah. We've had so many, um, me and Ed have had so many like experiences like, mm -hmm. like that. And the, the first one I can like, I don't know. Well, not really the first one, but one that sticks out in my head is we'd been traveling with six other people, no, five other people. So, mm -hmm. or five people total in the group. No, it shows six as well in that, that group, yeah. not just not say Tortugas. This was a trip in 2008 when I yeah. was in Edinburgh we went to Italy and we were in Venice and we finally slipped away from everyone. Cause we'd done everything together. Yeah. Until this point. And we slipped away one night and walked around and we went to a bar that had, it was a jazz bar with a bunch of bras hanging on the ceiling. Oh yeah. But it was actually like a really fancy place. Like the yeah. couple next to us, she had this huge rock and they got a champagne bottle with a little dusty black bag covering the label. Ooh. So that was probably, let's say that's one of my more bougier moments <laughs> or more bougier places we've landed. Uh, but actually one that's, this is so random mm -hmm. sticking out to me was when, you know, COVID started and we were all stuck at home. Yeah. And we'd been home for a few months. One thing me and Ed did was we drove to Gretna to the Asian store there. Oh, cool. Just to get random stuff to make some things. We drove all the way to Gretna. We also uh, got a banh mi and a cafe suda from yeah. the little banh mi stand and ate it in the car. <laughs> yeah. But it just it. Stuck, out, stuck out to me because uh, the kayak shop was busy the entire time. Yeah. So you know, he was and, but it, he was working and I was at home. So that was one yeah. that just sticks out at me. I wouldn't say it's our best date, but it was just one that's kind of memorable with oh, all yeah. this that's happening and to kind of appreciate what we got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. true. So true. Yeah. So if you couldn't tell this group is like a foodie group, we love, we love yeah. those kind of experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, I don't know if we got this from you, Mandy and Ed, but like, um, we're also the kind of people, um, Leah, me and Mandy, right? We're also all the kind of people who will drive for that experience. Like we'll uh, yeah. take a trip just to eat at a specific restaurant or just to go try this new thing or, mm -hmm. you know, and so like what a two or three hour trip to go to a specific restaurant. Cause you know, it's going to be good. Or, you know, you want to do it just on a random weekend. is like just a fun thing to get out of town, get out of Dodge, you know, and just have a, have a good time. So oh, yeah. um, if, if that tells you anything, you know, it's a good way to kind of spice things up, you know, uh, and see, and put yourself in some different scenery, which is nice. All right, y'all let's pause for a minute and have a, a break. Don't worry, the episode isn't over. We'll be right back after. 
short break. So we are back. So we have, uh, let's talk about our favorite romance movie and novel. Mm. Sweet Home Alabama. That's a good one. Classic <laughs> Southern. I have two. I have a split between The Wedding Date and Crazy Rich Asians. Ah, but not the I'm... book. I mean, the book is great too, but the book is not as romantic as the movie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, my favorite classic romance i'm not a jane austen fan sorry guys i like an <laughs> author named elizabeth gaskell and she wrote an novel called north and south mm. about a industrial plant like factory owner and a really well like softly like red southern preacher's daughter mm. that and is their a good love one. story that's like a really good love story yeah cool. um oh my favorite romance novel um uh probably Akatar. So A Court of Thorns and Roses, that series. It's a Ooh. science, it's like a fantasy it's novel. Spicy. It's a little I'm spicy, not. y'all. It's a little I'm spicy. on the second book right now. It's a little spicy. So Stephanie's, Stephanie's <laughs> gonna be so happy we're talking about it. I know, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, another good one. one that's spicy that I just finished. And then I gave it to our previous guest, Catherine, and she read it in a day is the love hypothesis. Ooh. And it's about a PhD student falling in love with a professor. It's really hot. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and she's a biology PhD student. Oh, so. goodness. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Dang, Catherine is a fast reader, unless it's like a super short it's a, like, instead of short. I mean, it's, it's contemporary romance. So, okay, it, okay. but so. It's, it's a book. Like, it's it's got that's some legit. Heft to it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, also, so- a huge, sorry, Katie. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead. You know, when you get us talking about books, like I can't shut up. Um, Outlander is one of my favorite. <gasps> oh yeah. That's spicy. The series super Oof. romantic and like just gives you all the romance feels and spicy and action and everything. But anyway, okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a toss up between because they're, they're really precious and they're like my favorite Adam Sandler movies. It's either 51st States. Cause I'm a, I'm a, mm-hmm. I love Drew Barrymore or um the wedding singer have y'all seen that movie it's so goofy i love both of those (laughs) and they're like uh, adam sandler is such a goofball and i i just love those um particular movies uh so i i guess 51st states just because i think i've seen it more Mm -hmm. um and then my uh favorite romance novel would uh this is kind of a toss-up too because there's the witcher i've read recently i've read the first second and i started on the third the first um and second kind of go into the love story between yennefer and um the witcher himself and the way he describes her scent like she's like gooseberries and something he like her scent is so magical and attractive to him that i'm like oh you know uh, oh my gosh i love it and it's very steamy very steamy mm. 
like the fur the like the opening of the book is super steamy and then oh oh where the crawdad saying is not necessarily you i wouldn't call it a love story it's like a like a mystery type thing Mm -hmm. but the connection that two of the characters have within i just read that book so i'm like it's on my mind you didn't tell me that you read it yet finished it and it's phenomenal uh it was really good it's not it's not my favorite favorite book uh but it's it's up there you know what i mean like it's it's like uh, uh, i would recommend this book to anyone and i really love the connection between two characters uh they fall like they fall in love because of like science and nature and it's it's really beautiful i love it i love it i'm holding out on where the crawdads sing until i'm on a road trip or something yeah it's so good mandy it's got a little marsh girl I'm I sure know. It, I know I'm the sure, premise. I'm but. sure it'll be great. No spoilers then. I'm sure it'll be great um uh on a on a road trip, honestly. I'm sure it'll be mm-hmm. a good story. It's a great one. And I, mm-hmm. I listened to it on an audiobook and it's so well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, uh where the crawdad scene is not necessarily a romance novel, but but there's definitely like a romantic connection between the characters. Yeah. So yeah, I got you. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I can I can read between the lines. I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now eek, I'm gonna ask this question because uh it's one of my uh friends. So one of our listeners, we have a question from our listener, um, Zach. Uh hi Zach, thanks for listening. He wants to know: did anything change when we got married, like dating versus marriage? You know, that before and after. What was what was that transition like? Did anything change? Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's funny though, because we lived together for three years and bought a house together before we got married, mm-hmm. but it did change. Uh, what happens though, I think with marriage, people don't realize. So when you're dating or you're just living together, you can skirt by some of the harder conversations, but when you're married, you cannot. So it causes a lot more, um, tension, mm-hmm. I guess is the right word or a lot more opportunities for conflict because you can't, you're, you're bound together. Like, you know, it's, you know, you need a, a two bit Southern lawyer. If you, you'd want to in that, you know, <laughs> in, yeah. you know, in that yeah. contract. So yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot different. So you really have to have hard conversations. Like, are you ready for kids? And one of you being ready for kids, one of you not being ready for kids or finances, retirement, all of that is joined. Mm-hmm. Even though you're living together in a house, it is still separate at that time. Like you could walk away, take what you got and be done with it. But you when do you're separate married, taxes, you yeah, know. do separate taxes, you know, but once you're married, it causes, um, the opportunity for like really hard conversations to prop up and they will. So that's just something to be aware of. And especially if you didn't talk them, talk about them beforehand, because those can be some sticky, icky subjects, right? Or, but then again, in fairness, if you're together, as long as someone like me and Ed, those things can change. Like they may say one thing, like when you're 18, be like, sure, let's have three kids. And, but then reality hits, you got like a mortgage and your jobs pay like crap because you're a millennial and you know, life happens. (laughs) Yeah. The millennial suffrage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, things changed a lot after DJ and I got married because we didn't live together. Oh yeah. You have a whole perspective too. Whole different perspective. So we actually, um, so he was doing his masters. Um, we, most of our relationship has been, uh, 
what I, I would call close long distance. Like we were, you know, he went, we went to school in different places, but they were about like the farthest away we were was like three and a half hours. So I still saw him like a few times a month. I would go visit him and, and all of that kind of stuff. But after we got married, we up and moved like two months later to, to a different state away from everyone and moved in together for the first time. And so yeah, I know that like, I know he was really nervous about living with me. I wasn't super nervous about it, but I also shared a room most of my entire life. So, you know, and had like shared one bathroom with five people. So I'm pretty sure I can live with almost anybody that I like, especially, you know, (laughs) right, right. You know, so I wasn't super worried about it, but like, he was an only child. He's never had to share a room with anyone. (laughs) It's true. Like he didn't tell me that he was nervous about it, but like, you know, a couple months in, he was like, you know, I'm really glad this is working out. I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, no, I actually like living with you. I'm like, dude, that's great. I'm glad <laughs> considering I just moved away from everything for you. Like, I'm glad you like living with me, you know? No, oh my but- gosh. <laughs> yeah. So it changed a lot after we got married and yeah. we'd had a lot of those tough conversations kind of before, um, prior to getting married, because I knew we were about to move in together and, and like, I've taken advice from other people and I've seen, you know, some of the other struggles that I know that people have had. And so he and I, and I'm sure he'd done the same thing, but we'd talked about a lot of that kind of stuff, like, um, money and all of that kind of stuff beforehand. And, um, and yeah, those things do change over time, especially, you know, but we did a lot of that, like the year or two before we got married, we had slowly started talking about that, you know? Um, and so we got a lot of those, but then things still change once you get, once you start living together and and get married and stuff. So, um, yeah. What about you, Katie? Y'all lived together before. We did. And I wasn't like, that was a thing that I didn't think I would ever do, you know, like in your mind, you're like, oh yeah, we'll just date. And then whenever it's time, but, Mm -hmm. but that didn't really happen. I had a chance to get out of Mississippi and I took it. So (laughs) we, um, uh, we moved together. It was like my first time moving to a new state, uh, you know, uh, living alone, alone, like uh, with just one partner. Cause I've like Leah said, we've always had roommates like whether it was each other as sisters or whether it was you know roommates so we had that those skills down the roommate Mm -hmm. skills um but this was completely different it was moving to a whole new uh, uh state and starting uh our you know life together and then from there we dated for years uh and then uh we finally got married after nine years eight or nine years. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and, and once we were married, it felt like our friend, it felt like we became best friends. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like we had always been really good friends, but it felt like, okay, this is where we made that pact, you know, like, yeah, we're going to be partners and we're, we're going to be partners for, for life. If we can, you know, if, if, if it's healthy, of course, but like (laughs) partners for the long haul. And so we did, we, we 
discussed about those, like we discussed those heavy subjects beforehand, but they kind of came into reality when, when mm-hmm. we got married, like, okay, well, these are the choices we did make before we got married. So is it all the same, you know, those kinds of yeah. things. And yeah. I feel like, um, it, it was more of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but not, not necessarily like, it was like, we, we made a pact to work through the hard stuff, you know, like, mm-hmm. like a, you can have those spats and fights and things like that. But it was like, you, you know, your, your relationship is doing well when you're just creating arguments, when you're making things up to fight about, you know what I mean? And you, and you have that awareness, like, oh, I'm just bored. So I'm picking a fight right now. Like <laughs> when things are going, going well. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it, it shifted the relationship versus like changed it completely. It was more like um, uh, it just kind of became more, more um, concrete. Mm-hmm. There we go. So. And you, you yeah. didn't necessarily want to get married, right? No. Like you wanted to be in a relationship like yeah. I was always very much like dreaming of the the big white wedding and like you know the dress and get them yeah. the, all of that being married and you know right all yeah. that. and that was and you did you. you had the beautiful like princess wedding and it was gorgeous well, thank you. <laughs> yeah I, I yeah I didn't have those dreams you know as a kid like my dreams were of uh saber-toothed tigers and dinosaurs and <laughs> <laughs> And, and so I, you know, I just didn't have those uh, ideals, I guess. And, uh, and I really wanted, I wanted a partnership, you know, I didn't necessarily want the government to be involved or, you know, have to have to decide to have kids and stuff like that. And, um, but, but I think it's worth it. I think it was worth it all, you know, all in all. Uh, and I, and I, I think what made me change and realize like that marriage was a good idea was that um Brady told me and everyone was telling me that nothing really changes you know and I was because that's what I didn't want I didn't want what we had to to change and it and it it necessarily it really hasn't it's just it feels stronger you know it just feels like a stronger bond so yeah I was like phew they were right (laughs) yeah so yeah yep Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess this is a good lead into, uh, do you consider your spouse, your friend? Like, I feel like Brady's my bestie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my best yeah. friend, my man child, you know, all of it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's like really handy and self-sufficient and he cooks yeah. amazing, but there's just like some things where it's like, I'm, I'm going to be the one to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining about this. It's just really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like those yeah. leftovers of that patriarchal society that boys just, you know, and we're getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. You know, um, really? I think it's just because he lived with his parents. He didn't go mm-hmm. off to college. He did trade. And then he, we moved in and bought a house together. Like the first yeah. time moving out of his parents' yeah. house was a house we purchased that's very right. true that's a right. very different thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. just yeah. how just life situations it's how it you know it's the path mm-hmm. that sure. it, it took him there you know mm-hmm. so what yeah. about you leah um oh yeah definitely i i'm one of those people i'm like if you 
don't want to hang out with your spouse, if you're like, oh my gosh, like, I just don't want to hang out with him right now. Or like, you're always trying to get away from your spouse or like, it's yeah. a, you know, all the time, like not like, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I need a break. Sometimes I need to be by myself and all that kind of stuff. Not like, but, not like go have fun on that fishing trip while I watch that show on Netflix. You don't like yeah, yeah. Like, jokes about like the old ball and chain and stuff like that. I'm oh like, okay, God. if you feel that way about me, then I don't want to be married to you right. and vice versa. Like I yeah. is definitely my bestie. Um, and I think one of the things that actually cemented that even more um, was when we moved away together and like the first time living together, there was nobody else. It was Mm -hmm. just the two of us. We did not know anyone until he met Neil, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, it was at school until he made friends, but it was very much like, you know, it's like, Oh, I want to go to Michael's this weekend. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Or he's like, I want to do this this weekend, you know? And it's like, we were literally are the only friend we had here for a while. And I think that actually really helped us um, Mm -hmm. because there was no, like, we, we, we were forced to live together and and rely on each other, I think is really right. We were forced to rely on each other. Yeah. And not that you can't have those time of those, those hobbies or those things that you do apart. Right. It's like, Mm -hmm. and you kind of need that actually, you know, like, or a girl's night or some alone time or anything like that. But, but if, if that girl's night becomes like a little more casual, I'm I'm like, Hey Brady, you want to come over, you know, or whatever, (laughs) anything like that. So yeah, that's cool. Like I'm going to, um, I'm going to like this, outdoor mercantile market tomorrow Mm -hmm. um and uh with my jealous and um and he was like I I I just told him about it today and he's like okay that's cool um and then we were like oh and then we're gonna go to the breakfast club for brunch after and he's like oh now I'm jealous and I'm like "Mm, well you should you know maybe come you know walk around for girls day and he's like no I'm not doing that (laughs) But I'm like, 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 he's not going to go thrift store shopping with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's healthy to have those things. (laughs) Our favorite Saturdays together when I go thrift store shopping and drop him off at a cigar shop, you know, it's a good trade. (laughs) Yeah. He sits there, smokes a cigar, drinks a beer and I thrift store shop. (laughs) So yeah, definitely besties. I think it's important you know, yeah, and you need sure. your time apart, like you said, but, um, yeah. And I think that that's, uh, some of the, the best relationship advice I've ever received, actually. Um, what are some other things that you guys have been told from other people that have really resonated with you throughout your relationships? Mm, I saw this recently, I think as a pin or something, but it was like, yeah. your partner is not responsible for your happiness. If you are not happy with yourself, you will not be happy with your partner. Got you. Yeah. Like that hit me. Like say that one more time, man. For the people in the back, (laughs) your partner is not responsible for your happiness. If you are not happy with yourself, you will not be happy with your partner. Yeah. That's, that's That's huge. That's huge. Um, I think that 
DJ gave me some hilarious advice for a gift one time that I, you know, just like to take things uh, less seriously because you know how you y'all have heard how I get when when it comes to buying shit for people. (laughs) (laughs) DJ, uh, I I think it was for Brady's Dirty Thirty. Like I was like thinking way too hard about this, and and Brady is not someone who you know he just doesn't. It's it's just it's not a big deal to him, but I was making a huge deal out of it, and I was like, "What should I get him? What should I get him?" And DJ in in a split second was like, "Sex wig and some liquor, done." And I was like, "You're amazing." (laughs) So basically, you know, just keep things chill. Don't think too hard. Um, Have fun with uh, the things that, you know, you give each other. And then um, the other advice is I got from Brady is that if, you know, if your man, and this goes along with Valentine's Day, right? If, If your man ain't giving you a present on a random Tuesday, just because you're cute, like you ain't doing it right. And, I gotta he, agree. You know, like like it shouldn't just be Valentine's Day that you're showing appreciation for each other. It should be, you know, that that uh terrible Monday or you know. So yeah, yeah. that's very true. Yeah, yeah. Ed was having a rough time sometime this week. So I drove to Lee's to look for the the like meat candy things he likes with the peppers Aww. and the garlic. They did not have any, but I was hoping Aww. I could bring him back some. Yeah. It's That's yeah, sweet. it's like little things like that. I think that are really yeah. important. And and something people gave DJ a lot of advice. A lot of the um older uh like I've I've had a lot of like some mentor figures in my life, and a lot of them have get, gave him advice before we got married, or like there was a random dressing room instance where some like this older gentleman gave him advice, and 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 it really is something that I also took to heart. One of them is whatever it took whatever it took to get them, it takes to keep them, you know? Mm. And so like putting that extra effort in relationships are work, even if they're easy, even if they're happy relationships, there's still a lot of work. And so, you know, uh, giving that like, you know, like extra effort, whether it's, you know, thinking about them outside, like he's having a bad day. Let me go do something special for him and vice versa. You know, like if your man's not giving you a random present on a Tuesday because you're cute, you know, it's those kinds of little things. Cause that's what, that's how they got us in the first place. You know what I mean? You know, that's how they like those little stand apart things and, and just stopping doing anything like that is where I think people get in a rut, you know? And then, um, the other one is, uh, um, happy wife, happy life. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) That's very true. That's very true. But vice versa as well, you know? Right. Um, true. Yeah. And I think that that's that one I joke about all the time, but, uh, um, but I think the biggest one for us has been, you know what I mean? Like whatever it takes to keep them, whatever it took to get them, it takes to keep them and, and just keeping putting that extra little effort in, you know, whatever it is. And, um, I just think that the, that's, you know, that's, that's important. You know what I mean? So whether it's a, a sex wig or, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, um, you know, or these date days. Night. These days, matching bra and panties might do it. I know. (laughs) Now that we're like into 22 of March, 2020. (laughs) I know, right? Something to spice it up or. um... Right, right. 
<laughs> oh. or whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and being here with us today and listening to all of our embarrassing stories and everything. And we hope you, you had a lot of, you felt the love in the room and, you know, um, just had, have like, I don't know, got some good ideas for a fun Valentine's date, whether you celebrate or not, you know? Um, and then also just, you know, some ideas to keep that feeling going throughout the year, you know, whether it's, uh, loving yourself and getting yourself a little happy, you know, or, um, having a gal's day out, you know, and just feeling the love that way. Um, or whether it's with your significant other, whoever that is. Um, and, and just keeping that, keeping that love going throughout the year, you know, and hope y'all have a great Valentine's day. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 